0: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Eyes Up Here. I'm your host, Lindsay Paylas, and today I have a really fun, super ripped um, co-host with me. Stop it. Oh my God. Trust me. I saw those Instagram pictures. He's an actor. He's a musician. He's what on the internet as an Instagram, whatever you want to call me, an Instagram model. We'd say you have a lot of content going on in your life. Who, me? Who, you? This is Drake Bell, everyone. Hey, what's
1: up? Sorry, I got a little... uh... Blushing over my that ripped comment.
0: Oh, we're so gonna go back to that. I have that in big bold letters on my notebook right now. It says six pack.
1: Photoshop. No, <laughs>
0: that shit is not Photoshop. I'm just kidding. Okay, so of course I know you. Growing up, you were a big crush for sure huh. on Drake and Josh. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, another crush. You grew realize. up on I that to, show. Oh yeah. Huh? Well, I, I'm 27 now. Okay, cool. I so didn't that's have to about right.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. And you're yeah. only 30. Thirty-two. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, growing up being a being a heartthrob, I guess. I don't know. A
0: heartthrob, yeah. a Nickelodeon. Is it heartthrob. getting warm in here? It's really, <laughs> it's really. <laughs> oh my god! No, you seriously were a heartthrob, and I have a lot of UK listeners. I don't know how Nickelodeon translates, but for you guys, he's he was on an iconic show when I grew
1: yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, we actually. Are all are worldwide? Do they have a
0: Nickelodeon like UK situation?
1: I don't know exactly what the network is. I I think it's Nick UK. I'm not I'm not sure because like in Canada they have YTV and in, in other but but I think they have a Nickelodeon there. Um, and, uh, I know the show definitely airs there, so, um... That's good. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. Because every time I'm over there, the channel's are all fucked up.
1: Yeah, we've won some, uh... No Kids' offense. Choice Awards over there and stuff like that, um, for the show. So, oh, obviously. So, obviously, there's Nickelodeon there.
0: I was looking back to your career, too, because usually you have a couple talking points. He was on this, this, and this. You were on, um, everything. It's really <laughs> well, annoying, actually, because I don't know where to start.
1: I, well, I've been doing it forever. I mean, I've been doing this ever since I was a little kid. You know, I started... I don't know, I was five years old when I started, so I've, you know, there's a lot.
0: I think um, I just, like, started potty training at five, like, <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't getting paid for anything, yeah, not even Yeah, no,
1: I, I, I was doing, like, commercials <laughs> and, and guest spots on TV, so, like, I've done everything, like, Home Improvement and uh, Drew Carey Show, um, Seinfeld. you know, all, Seinfeld, like, yeah, like, all those, uh, um... Yeah, all those shows from the early 90s, you know, that you remember. Yeah. Uh, I did all those. And then and then I guess about, what was I, 12? 11 or 12, I, I got uh, the Amanda show on Nickelodeon. Then that started my days on Nick. And then I spun off of that with Josh onto Drake and Josh when we were, like, 15. I did that till about 19, 20. Then, and then I was releasing records all up through that point. And then after Drake and Josh, just, like, movies and... Recording,
0: <laughs> just casual. It's just a couple of movies stuff. and recording. So that brings me to where you are now, yeah. I guess, in your career. So he's done a, you know, a lot of films, um, and now you have you have a huge music career. Well, we were actually at a concert last night. I was talking. Yeah, I
1: did. I did a show yesterday in Oceanside. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, I was doing music all throughout Drake and Josh. Like it was really cool. I got to write the music for the show. Um, I wrote the theme song for Drake and Josh. I wrote found the theme my way. song. F- yeah, found a way, and then um. <laughs> What else? I um, like Hi, Carly, Zoe, One Hundred One, Victorious. We did all the music for that and the theme songs, and and uh, it, so it was cool. And all the songs that I played on Drake and Josh and on the show, like I got to write, so it was cool being able to not have a group of writers like hand songs to you and tell you what to sing. And yeah, you know, on this episode, you're gonna sing this song. It was cool. They were coming to me and saying, "Oh, you know." Uh, the next episode, Drake, uh, you know, your character's going to do this or he's going to, whatever, you know, give me a situation. They'll be like, we need a song for that or whatever. Um, so then I would be able to write the song and stuff. So so, so it was cool. So when i go and play live or go and do stuff, um, it wasn't like a separation from the character and the, uh, um, and the music that I was playing live. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, they're not seeing... S- me play some character on TV, and then when I, they when they see me live, they're like, "Wait, what?" But I like the music that you were playing, that on, and tr- I like, but you're, but no, I'm Drake, and I'm still playing the music. Like my records are the same music that I wrote because it's all the same. And your character stuff,
0: yeah. was a musician, right? Yeah, I mean, was, he was. So me. you kind of like were your character. Yeah, we and were, I remember that. Now that you're saying that, now I remember watching the show. That's you kind of were you.
1: We were. I mean, we we came off the Amanda Show before, and that was uh, done by the same producers and writers and everything so they basically just based the characters off of me and josh you know off our mm-hmm.
0: personalities
1: and who we really are uh they just kind of exaggerated them a little bit you know josh wasn't you know that nerdy and um, <laughs> i couldn't just like you know pick up chicks with the drop of a hat no? kind of thing But oh uh, my
0: god i'm sure no
1: all, that's hey girl, all tv on dude yeah
0: dude
1: no <laughs> it would work no, yeah, for me it would on, definitely work for me i was on nick at night maybe
0: <laughs> oh my god so that's so much fun so I guess now you've got a major music focus it seems
1: yeah I mean I started I I started releasing records like right towards the tail end of Drake and Josh I released my second album and then just continued to tour and tour and tour and then I kind of like took a break I went and made a record that I really wanted to make my entire life Uh, it was this uh, album with uh, Brian Setzer who's my all time favorite guitar player it's like you know a dream come true i'm sitting in the studio with you know the dude that i literally sat and tried to impersonate in my bedroom growing up you know what i mean wow and and then here we are in the studio cutting a record together and collaborating and all that so so i worked on that for a while and then toured that but that was totally stripped down three piece rockabilly like blues kind of stuff um and then uh, just recently i started to uh, back up recording like you know stuff that wasn't just for me, uh, and then that that takes takes me to uh, last year's release of Honest, which is the the new EP, and then I just released two new songs, uh, "Call Me When You're Lonely" and first time, first uh, first thing in the morning, and then I have another one coming, uh, "Slow Burn," and uh, a bunch of other weird. I'm doing a lot of cool collaborations with like all these like rappers and, and, and these cool producers that are kind of in that urban trap world and stuff, it's it's oh. cool. There's going to be a lot of just weird different stuff coming out soon, so...
0: I like weird and different stuff. Yeah, I think it's pretty lit. And when I was looking at your Instagram page, should I do all the all the homework. I, yeah, I searched your Twitter feed.
1: Jeez, don't, I some don't Google me there. too deep. What? No, don't you go actually too, really don't go have, too deep in my Google.
0: I'm gonna be honest. You really don't have much dirt for someone who's been around as long as you have. So
1: you didn't do much research. Yes,
0: I did. No, I really did. <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: I really did. I look for the good stuff too. No, but, I
1: try. To, I try to stay out of the papers.
0: You know. Yeah. It's impressive, only for the good stuff. Yeah. But your Instagram page, holy shit! Your your um, single artwork. So for, oh, for your yeah, new yeah, songs, yeah, yeah. he's got this artwork. When did, who? Your six pack. Huh. You have one photo where you're you're basically nude. Yeah. Because I guess your your tour is called the Strip Tour.
1: It was. Call, yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, holy fuck, you have like twenty five thousand comments. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. When did what? I don't know. Just and you said it's Photoshop. It's not Photoshop. No, it's not. I would I never ask kidding. this cliché ass question, but what's your workout? <laughs> like I have to.
1: Um honestly, I just I wake up every morning and early and uh, and I go to the gym. <laughs> and then and then I work out. I don't know. There's no secrets. You just You're have to do it. You're one of those freaks, it. aren't you? No, it's not a freak thing, dude. Seriously, everyone asks like, "What's the secret?" And I'm like, uh, it's like I don't know. It you know, when when you're growing up, and because people ask me this about like my career, they ask me this about like, you know, I'll be in a meet and greet, and a kid's like, "How do I get to be, you know, a rock star? How do I get to be a, you know, on TV like you?" I'm like, "You got to start. Like, you can't just be like, oh, how do I get to that? You know, you can't just go to your trainer and be like, show him a picture in a magazine. Be like, a picture. How do I get that <laughs> in two weeks? Well, you're just not. It's not. You're not going to. Like, you know." Everyone sees the end results. They just don't really like see the work put into it. You know,
0: that's so true,
1: but it's There's no secrets. There's no shortcuts. It's like How do I get to be you know what I tell the kids when they're meet and greets and stuff? It's like how do I get to be where you're at? I'm like practice man like get in your bedroom and don't worry about You know getting famous on Instagram or don't worry about You know if you want to be famous for being a guitar player or if you want to be famous for being an artist and like get in your bedroom lock the door Turn off your phone. Turn out like get rid of distractions and focus on that and work more hours than everyone else is working <laughs> at it. That's it. That's all there is. There's no. There's no like, oh, eat this diet or, you know, do these exercises. Like no. Like if you wake up in the morning, before everyone else does, and you go to the gym and you work out harder than the guy next to you then that's all you got i mean it's just all you gotta work hard yeah there's not really a secret you just kind of it's like nike you know it's like just do it it. (laughs) that's what i was saying like you always hear these like cliches growing up of like you know early bird gets the worm or just do it or you know these things that you're like ah those are such cliches but then you realize oh man if i'd have just listened to them like it was as
0: simple as that yeah
1: they're so simple but you just But you're just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, or oh man, you know what, I said I was going to go to the gym today at 7 in the morning, but I woke up at 7.45, so I'll do it tomorrow. Like instead of just like going at 8, or like instead of just like getting up, you know what I mean, or like instead of hitting the snooze button, or there's, yeah, there's not really just any secrets other than just getting up and doing it, you know.
0: God, that's like a whole life motto. Yeah. Every, single, in every single person I've ever <clears throat> talked to about success, it's the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of like, I mean, first and foremost, it's all like in your mind, you know, you have to like set your mind to it you know you have to say okay I, this is what I want my outcome to be you know like put it up on a board you know yeah. go,
0: I'm putting your right, ass on the my ba- board yeah, right? like,
1: <laughs> that's easy now um, that's the uh, you know it's like okay I want that body or I want this house or I want this light you know like a vision board kind of thing you know what I mean yeah. and actually getting up and you know a lot of people just make that and then go about their day but you TV. have to actually put the work into it you know what I mean and then it will come you just
0: yeah it's That's not, beautiful.
1: I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> you but guys, the,
0: go look at this ad picture while you're. It's not. You're, um, it's not things. that
1: hard, but it's also <laughs> so like amazing. it's just once you get into a groove, you know. The other thing too, and yeah. then you, and then you, and then you crave it, and then you miss it when it, when you don't, you know, when you're not working out or you're not getting up in the morning, or you're not crushing or charging like the week the way that you you were last week or whatever you're doing in your business or whatever it is. Um, you know. But if you're just kind of putting it off or whatever, then those things just start to pile up and they don't really, you know, you don't really feel affected if you're not very productive during the day. You're like, well, I wasn't productive yesterday, so who cares? Do you find, like, in my life... But if you're like, crap, I got up super early yesterday and I crushed it, today, oh man, I'm kind of like not crushing it as hard. Now you have something to kind of like base it off of and then improve upon, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Do you ever find that like when I have a big fat goal or something I'm obsessed with, by the time that dream is realized, I have a new one? So I've never been living. I've really never lived in the moment where my dream was realized while well, I was that's, living that's, it.
1: That's kind of what. That's what. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's only sucks if you don't like, like you recognize it. You know, like all right, cool. Like this is this was my goal. This is what I wanted to do. But it's also great to be able to see, like, man, I've got, you know, that's what, that's what I do. Like I do these vision boards and stuff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'll put a bunch of stuff on a board and, and I'll notice like halfway through, I'll be like, you know. I don't do them all at well, I don't like make it all at once. You know, i will like put some stuff on there and then whatever and then add to it later or take stuff off. And you realize like whoa, I thought this was going to take, you know, you'll pick three things on the board you're like, "Man, I thought this was going to take me you know, 2 years or before I saw this thing come into fruition or something." Yeah. And then you realize like, whoa, I did that in like f- a month and yeah. I got that thing or I got that trip or I got that business th- that 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 connection that I wanted to make or whatever it is. And and yeah, I mean, it's, I, but it would kind of suck if it was like, oh yeah, okay, I got that. Well, now what? Like, now right, You always you have to have it? something, you always have to yeah. have something next, something next, you of know course. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's like, cool, I got that. Now what? Now what do I do with that? You know what I mean? Like, right. all right, I really, I worked really hard to get this thing. Now I got to, you know, use it and do something with it, you know?
0: Well, speaking on of, to the
1: next thing,
0: yeah. Well, speaking of, so the opposite of going to the gym and getting abs like yours is sitting at home and watching TV. Um, people might have seen you recently on TV. You're on MTV's The Challenge, yeah, Champs vs. Stars. I used to watch that show back in the day, and then now I've been so committed to like The Housewives and Handmaid's Tale and like all that other shit. So recap, it's a show, it's a challenge show where yeah. a lot of physical act like hard, hard physical. It's really activity. hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean they kind of they kind of uh mellowed it out for us. You know, I mean it was because they weren't going to have us doing the stuff that they have on the regular show, you know. Yeah. Um but but I mean it was still it was still intense. But aside from the physical stuff, the mental stuff was what was a trip, man. I mean it, it, not knowing who's lying to you, not knowing who's using who and who, who who what's being said behind your back and Oh no. You come down to breakfast and everyone's your friend and then you just realize that they're like plotting against you they were plotting against you all night the night before like in a room at two o'clock in the morning <laughs>
0: this is my life in some every part day, of the way. hotel and
1: you're like dude i'm just <laughs> trying to get to the top of the jungle gym first i'm just <laughs> trying to win the race like yeah i don't know any of the psychological stuff but uh oh my
0: god yeah uh
1: i wasn't really prepared for that but um but it was cool you know i mean it's definitely an environment i was you know it's completely foreign to me so it's a uh, it was fun, you know. They lock you down, and they, you're trapped in this, this hotel, and you kind of. I mean, it was weird. <laughs> it's it's was, aggressive. Yeah. It's how long, long did this taping take? Oh my god, we were. <laughs> I, I thought I was gonna get kicked off. I mean, I'm on there with these huge athletes. I mean, mm-hmm. ma- like football players and basketball players, and you know, not even just the, but the dancers and people who are, you know, ripped and and, and big and, and athletic and all this stuff. I'm like, "Oh, sweet. I'll get I'll be off this show in a week." <laughs> and then I lasted until the last episode like, shit. <laughs> I kept I kept cuz then I got really uh competitive. Yeah. And, and every every time it would come to a game, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm just going to And it was for charity too, so I couldn't like just I couldn't just throw the towel ta- throw in the towel yeah. and be like, "All right, I've had enough" because every time a game would come, I'd be like, "All right, this is it, I've had enough, the mental stuff, whatever, I I gotta get out of this. And then the game, the gun would be like, bam! Or they'd be like, go! And I'd be like, this is for charity! And (laughs) I'm gonna win! And I'm the best! And get out of my (laughs) way! And and then it just started, like, I would just get competitive, and then I'd come, you know, and then I'd do something good for the team, or I'd win, you know. Ah, And they kept me in the damn show for, (laughs) until the last episode.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably for those apps. I'm just kidding. I'm so obsessed with these goddamn apps.
1: My okay. goodness.
0: No. So, um, speaking of the show, so I went to look it up. I'm going to have to rewatch this whole season, like, mm-hmm. on demand. I went to look up you in the show and how you finished, and there's a picture of you, right, by this guy. I got to tell you a little bit about me. I'm from a small town in Louisiana. There's
1: a picture of me by a guy. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So, you're, I'm from a small town in Louisiana, like a farm town. Okay. Where, like, there's no red light, there's no McDonald's, there's not a Walmart. I'm from, like, the fact that I'm here with you has blown a lot of minds. Oh, wow. Including my own. Crazy. In this fucking picture, you were right next to a boy I went to high school with.
1: No way. With
0: Tony Rains. He's from the same small ass farm town no one has ever heard of. From or the been to. challenge? Yeah. Tony? Yeah.
1: Like big Tony? I
0: guess so. Yeah. No
1: way. Fucking
0: Tony brains.
1: Oh my god! I was a
0: freshman. He was a senior, and he was the douchebag on campus, like the biggest quarterback. Yeah. Hooking up with everybody, but had a main girlfriend. Yeah. That guy. That's him. And like he's on TV now. (laughs) Like what the fuck? Yeah. What do you think of Tony? For a long
1: time, Tony's cool. I mean You described him to a T.
0: It's it's exactly right. Yeah. So he was on that show. Um the real world when yes. he did the skeletons. Mm-hmm. So listen how fucking funny this is. He goes on this show The Skeletons. It's like the real world version where they bring your past up. So they bring it. he's got a new girlfriend oh, right. on the show, yep, smashing yep. this like hot blonde girl. They bring in his ex-girlfriend who is from my high school, who was like the cheerleader captain. So I've watched this love relationship of these two fighting for t- over 10 years. Oh my
1: god. And then you get to watch it play out on TV. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? <laughs> That's crazy.
0: It's fucking weird. Yeah. Tony, what the hell? Nuts. God, Tony.
1: So I, where in Louisiana?
0: We're from a town called La Rongeur and it is, there's no way we should be on TV or like allowed <laughs> out of that town. It's like a dairy farm town. It's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to La Rongeur. You guys don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm just kidding.
1: They don't have radios. They don't there. care. They don't it's have, like Garth Brooks. They don't have iPhones.
0: God, Tony. I just think that is hilarious. Like of all connections.
1: Yeah, that's that's wild. That's very sm- it's a very, very small world. It truly is. I, I small town. To get
0: out of town, me and Tony. <laughs> he was definitely more likely to succeed than me, though. I'll give him that. Um, anyway, speaking of like MTV and the shows, I think it's so crazy now. So I watch E! and Ashley Simpson has a show coming out. She does? She literally does. And she's dating, like, What's that uh, be about? Married, to, she's married to Diana Ross's son, I believe. So it's like her, her life. And I don't know what she's up to. Cool, but I like that bitch and so yeah. she's on it Kristen Cavallari has a show mm-hmm. I've heard word on the street I don't know if I'm supposed to say this but Lindsay Lohan's getting a show
1: yeah that's that's true
0: and I was at the comedy store the other day and Audrina Patrick's just sitting next to Ryan Cabrera
1: yeah I know Ryan yeah it was a, his birthday the other day yeah
0: so all of these signs are pointing to, I feel like everyone who was popping when you were on TV, like, you know, when you were big yeah, or when it was big. And when I was watching TV, all of those stars, it's like their year again.
1: It's weird, right? Yeah,
0: I think I, it's like some numerology I shit. I know.
1: I've been seeing a lot of like, I'm like, I haven't seen you forever, but now uh-huh. I'm seeing you a lot.
0: And I think it's the hustler ones, like the ones who are like the real badass ones yeah. who are like going to go far. It's like their time again. Yeah, I think well, life happens in waves that It's time of the way. hustlers, so yeah. we'll see. Oh my yeah. God, I have a really good feeling, and I have a really good feeling about you doing some big shit. Because, oh,
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: It's because of those abs. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you looked up the picture yet? Is it your background on your phone? <laughs> it's on my vision board. I'm so sorry. Oh 25,000 likes. <sighs> I can't get over it. Um, and speaking of, so I, of course, I stalked your Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Twitter, we have some of the same followers. Really? In particular, I got to know Riffraft. He follows you. What? He follows me too. Shut for up. Obvious reasons. Riffraff
1: does not follow me. He
0: absolutely follows you.
1: Like a Riffraff fan account.
0: No, Jody High Roller Riffraff.
1: You're joking. Mm-mm, go look. It I'm. Up. A, I'm gonna message him right now. I looked now. it up.
0: He follows you, my friend. Justin Hinton follows you.
1: <laughs> Riffraff does not follow <laughs> and me. And DJ Polly D. Riffraff, like, dude, r- look. What's it. his Instagram? Jody Jody High Roller Jody
0: High Roller Riffraff. Hip in his Jordan's riffraff. Look at him. I'm telling you.
1: Yo, he, what? Okay, I'm yeah. messaging him right now.
0: Isn't that fun? I feel like you really get to know a person by who follows both of you. All right.
1: Yo, I'm <laughs> sliding in your DMs. That's what I'm saying to him right now.
0: And DJ Polly D. <laughs> I, I know why DJ Polly D follows you.
1: Well, well I think should have
0: been spoke. I'm sorry. You really are. <laughs> Obviously,
1: same uh, DJ Polly. Edit out, edit out that snort. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're killing They're me incredible, here. Dude. Um, oh, stop it! No, oh, I, no think, I, stop. Think, I think I think I think it's because I did. No, I mean you don't have to no, stop. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a coming. I'm <laughs> um, coming. Uh, I just I every time I'm uh, making me nervous. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I played a show with Polly. I think that's oh, why. Really? I follow, that's probably why he follows me. Yeah, where? I did a show. I did some like you know what I did with him I did I played a prom. Oh my school. god prom. stop. Yeah.
0: How rich was was it like a how rich was the school?
1: I, I you know it wasn't a uh, well I mean I, I mean they must have been, I don't know if they were rich I and mean, I don't know. If, uh, we didn't get
0: a we didn't get a live musical guest A. Ask Tony, we got I mean a fucking boombox <laughs> in the cafeteria and you got Pauly D and Drake Bell. Yeah.
1: Fuck this school. Where's it was the pretty girl? cool. It was pretty cool. I I was in like uh ro is a private school was it, wasn't Ro- it? Was it Rhode Island? It was a private school. My family couldn't give me that. Yeah, it was a private.
0: School. Probably in that neighborhood where Taylor Swift lives too.
1: I think it was an all-girls school.
0: I think I'm gonna go find a man in Rhode Island.
1: I got I'm some pro- money up there. What isn't school that, is it? I'm gonna find the alma mater. Isn't that where uh, Ryan Reynolds is from in that movie, The Engagement, or whatever? I think
0: so. Like Blake <laughs> Lively, like, they're all in the up whole there.
1: town. Yeah.
0: And that's where Pauly D's from. Disgusting. The life of the young and privileged. Polly
1: D's from Rhode Island. Yeah. No, he's not.
0: I actually think so. Like if we had a who wants to be a millionaire, I would bet.
1: He's from Jersey.
0: I think Rhode Island. Of course he's on like the Jersey Shore, but I think he's a DJ from Rhode Island.
1: Really? Yeah. Maybe that's why maybe that was the connection. Maybe they maybe that's why maybe he like went to that school or something. Maybe that's maybe they, you know, he did it for like on the cheap or something.
0: Oh, that would be maybe nice. Maybe they of weren't him. like
1: super rich and he was just like, "Yo, that was my school." I don't know if that's how he talks, but
0: I'm going to have to ask him.
1: Is that how Pauly D talks? Yo,
0: that was my school. He talks like, yeah, he kind of does. Like the cab I've never hear. heard him talk. The promise is here. Like he's like one of those.
1: I, I don't know. I've never heard him
0: talk. Yeah. I'm going to have to fucking meet Pauly D one day. I feel like he would be interesting. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's basically going to be like your year. I'm not a psychic or anything, but I'm pretty sure that you guys are all coming back. If all the signs are pointing to this, I well, just. Well, they're
1: doing, I mean, all those, re- all the, mo- all I mean, the, that's so Raven's like. coming back. Uh, God damn it. Uh, they did all you know all the all the uh, all the shows from when we were growing up are coming back. So.
0: Yeah, not like you ever left, but I think it's like a resurgence of yeah. like. this. Well, go you know. go
1: uh, go call up JP. Go call Josh Peck and tell him to uh, get together with his boy and let's go do a Drake and Josh reunion. A Drake
0: and Josh? That'd be cute. Wouldn't it? Yeah. You want to do like a sit down panel one?
1: No, I want to do. Or like an episode. I want to do. A sh- no, I want to do a new show with Josh.
0: That'd be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we have some cool ideas actually. We just have to actually like put them into into uh Fruition? Yeah. And,
0: I could DM him. I don't know if he'll listen to me. He will boys listen, listen to me to a lot.
1: I was going to say, he'll listen to you faster than he listens to me. Trust me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I don't listen to anyone with an app like that. Okay. Um. So, basically, we've got this fantastic music career, obviously. Yeah. Uh, do you have any any film stuff coming up? Oh... Uh, Are you a busy man? No,
1: I put, out, I put out a movie earlier this year. Um, it just dropped on Hulu, too. Like, they just didn't... It's called a cover versions with um, Katie Cassidy and Debbie Ryan and Jerry Trainer who was on Drake and Josh with me. So it was cool to get back together with him. Um, oh, Austin Swift was in it, Taylor's brother.
0: Oh wow! So it was
1: like his acting debut.
0: Oh wow! Um, he did
1: really good, actually. Wait, what he is did it really about? Well. It's about a band who's going to play their first big show at Coachella, um, and um some crazy party happens and like some drug-fueled nuttiness and some robbery and murder and craziness and you don't really know what's going on or who's responsible or what's, you know, the outcome. And then uh, we get interviewed by, uh, by some detectives and then you, he- you get to see the night of the party from four different there's four members of the band oh, so man. you see it in four different uh, perspectives so
0: that sounds lit
1: yeah it's really cool so you, you know you'll have me telling a story and it'll be colored one way and some people might say one thing and re, you know say something it's like how i remember it like for example if you were to tell somebody the story of what happened today you know you might not remember that i had red shoes on you might Remember that I had like they were blue I, they were they were colorful, they were something like purple, maybe, yeah, and so when you're telling the story, like we would see purple shoes, and we would see like you know you might have remembered me saying, "Hey, what's up?" But I really said, "Oh my gosh, I missed you you know Weird. but so so you see like different different poVs and like yeah. uh, and everything's shot different people have different attitudes, obviously, whoever's telling the story is like you know the good person in that in that of story course. and stuff um uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's called Cover Versions. And, uh, and yeah, it's cover on version. all those streaming uh, outlets, whatever you call them, wherever you get movies and stuff. Now.
0: Love those. Yeah. Love those things. Love that Hulu. Oh my God, that sounds fun. I'm going to watch a movie for sure. Um, so before I have just one more major question How did you um, turn out so nice? Cause, huh? Well, basically, you know <laughs> that they have, there's a huge stigma about um, child stars yeah. and how they kind of are just a disaster. How did you not? <laughs> how did that not happen to you? How are you so such a nice, clean cut, amazing guy? You've
1: only known me for about a day. In, in that is all, true. Of the, yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, those kind of abs take discipline. I know yeah, that for sure. No. Um, I did my Google research.
1: How did I become? How did I be? How, or
0: do you think there's a stigma? Was the about was question? Why am I nice? Think, it's, do you think there's a stigma about child stars, and how have you kind of yeah, escaped I mean, that stereotype?
1: For sure, but I mean, there's a lot of people who started in this industry young and people who came out unscathed and are are really great people and um you know uh you know like look at neil patrick harris you know he's like he's, he's a great guy he started super young and um i just think that you know i really love it you know like i got into entertainment yeah my dad got me into it when i was five years old but not because he wanted to be an actor or he loved, you know, Hollywood or something. My dad was obsessed with baseball. My dad wanted to be a baseball player and, um, you know, he wanted to get me into little league and, and, uh, he was more interested in getting me on the baseball field really than anything else. And, um, I would just come home and watch old movies and, dance around like Elvis and just try, I would be glued <laughs> to the TV yeah. yeah and I would just l- like you know and, and for some reason I was just obsessed with anything black and white really young I mean I don't think I even started really watching color stuff till I was like you know like 10, 10 or 11 or something because I just thought everything that was black and white was so cool Bing Crosby and Jerry, l- l- Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and Abbott and Costello and the Marx Brothers and you know Burns and Gracie all like um all of the, all the old greats and stuff. And then, uh, so, so I was, you know, I always wanted to do this, you know, I think a lot of people or a lot of kids are just like kind of thrown into it. Yeah. Then they get picked up on some TV show and then they have to work 12 hour days and nine hour days. And then when they're not working, they have to go into a, a room where they get, have to do school for, you know, f- three, four hours a day. And then when they're not in school with some teacher in a, in a small room with no other kids around like a normal classroom they get ushered off on a set and then they have to work on set and, the, and they just don't really want to do it yeah you know what i mean and so they just get jaded and they get a chip on their shoulder and the second that they are able to stop doing it they stop um but i was always just so excited to get to set i was always like asking questions i wanted to know you know why were we shooting this this way why are the lights you know set up this way how are you guys making it look like daytime when we're inside <laughs> and it's a set but it looks like that window it looks like it's outside like how are you doing that you know how are you know why are we using three cameras and four cameras here and why why are we only using one camera or two cameras when we do this thing or why are you know how do we how does the sound sync up with why does this thing cl- clap when you do that why are there numbers running on that thing like i was always I just <laughs> constantly like you know soaking in all the information because i was just it, it, you know every aspect of filmmaking and and, and making music and everything about you know entertainment i'm just like absolutely unbelievably obsessed with so um i think it's just always wanting to be able to do what i love you know and not ever having to be like oh man i burnt that bridge or i wish i would have done that differently so that i would still be able to be doing what i want to be doing um yeah i don't know i don't I don't know. I hope I'm nice. I mean, I don't know if I'm nice. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's just because I love love being on set. I love being in studios. I love being around creative people and collaborating. It's my favorite thing is being in a room with creative people, you know, and going, okay, we have absolutely nothing now by the end of the day or at the end of, you know, six weeks on a film or whatever it is we're doing, we're going to have, you know, what hopefully all of us consider... a Somewhat of a small masterpiece, yeah. you know like and and check it out. It took all of us to do that and 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 uh yeah it's just it's just really rewarding and fun and and uh, um, yeah, just gratifying and satisfying, you know,
0: yeah, loving what you do, yeah, well, it sounds so so amazing. I'm so happy you came in the Thank studio. Yeah. I want to let my um listeners know you have a benefit concert for the pulse yeah Um, for the the Pulse nightclub
1: yeah for One Pulse Foundation uh it's um on August 14th we're going to be in um Orlando at the Abbey which is about two miles from uh, the actual Pulse site uh and yeah so we're going to be doing a charity uh event for that I'll be playing and uh a good friend of mine also from Nickelodeon Kira Cosram will be playing and uh it's going, to be, it's going to be really nice. And just come out and all the proceeds, everything is going to be going back to the One Pulse Foundation. So come on out and uh, purchase a ticket and then donate too because uh, it's all it's all going to a good cause.
0: Yeah. That's super amazing. Yeah. You can get the tickets on Eventbrite.com. Yeah. I looked that up for you.
1: You really did your I research. Know, I didn't even I'm know that. you such a good
0: researcher girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, so where can all my listeners follow you?
1: Um, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitter.
0: At Facebook. Drake Bell. Yeah,
1: I'm just Drake Bell. Perfect. So yeah, just on all the wherever you look up, just go go stuff. look up
0: where Riff Raff is following. And yeah, it's there. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At Drake Bell. Thank you so much for coming on my show. I can't wait to yeah, see where this goes. Yeah, thank you so much
1: for uh, letting me know that Riff Raff follows me.
0: You're so welcome. That was awesome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye everyone. Thank you. See you guys.